0: Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC.
1: We really want to see the industry do better, uh, and we think that only by treating people fairly, and only by having a place where you can go to freely and have your matters resolved, if you are in dispute, um,
0: can we even start to think about rebuilding trust in, in financial services. In this edition of the GRC Professional Podcast, we speak to David Locke, who's the Chief Ombudsman and CEO at the Australian Financial Complaints Authority. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher and I'm the editor of the GRC Professional Magazine and the GRC Professional Online. And with me, I have David Locke, who is the Chief Ombudsman and CEO of the Australian Financial Complaints Authority. Hi, David. Hi, hi Kwame. So thanks for being with us this afternoon. Um, I guess we can just really jump straight into it. (laughs) Tell me a bit about yourself and how you came to this role. Well, I've been in the role since the 25th of June
1: last year, so still quite new in post. And and, uh, I was brought in as the, the new chief executive to build the new agency. Um, Africa, and to ensure that we're delivering a one-stop shop that's available for consumers and small businesses to bring their financial disputes. So, I'm a lawyer by training, um, I've worked in the private sector but also spent 10 years working in community legal sector in the UK and then uh, 17 years as a charity regulator both in Australia and in the UK. And I was very heavily involved in setting up the Australian Charities and Not-for-Profits Commission,
0: uh, which is the new agency formed in 2011. Mm. Okay, excellent. Well, sort of really coming at you, putting you in the spotlight here. Um, so the first question is, I know, how is having a central complaints body like AFCA better than the three that we had previously? Well,
1: before it was quite confusing as a consumer. You had to you had to go to see whether the financial firm might be a member of uh, the financial ombudsman service or it could be a member of the credit and investments ombudsman and if you had a superannuation dispute then there was no ombudsman service available to you you had to go through to the tribunal or you couldn't pursue a claim So to start with I think for for many people they had to go through that first process and see whether they could actually use the scheme, if so which scheme and of course you may have a dispute where um, the bank might be a member of one scheme but actually the financial advisor is a member of the other so it it really wasn't ideal and so AFCA was formed following a review that was led by Sir Ian Ramsey, um, uh, sorry Professor Ian Ramsey from Mm. Melbourne University. Uh, and, and it was really to, to design a scheme that was better for
0: consumers. And one of the big changes has been that we've got increased jurisdiction. Right, excellent. Um, and, but of course, you're, I imagine your plate's quite full. Um, last year, December, I think I saw a release um, where you received over 6,500 complaints, averaging about 310 complaints a day, um, which according to your release said it was about 47%, an increase from the three pre-existing bodies. Um, why do you think that is is it because of the royal commission or well i think it's it's certainly been extremely
1: busy and we think that the royal commission has has certainly highlighted many of the issues and, and also uh, people are starting that there is a place, a single place, that they can come to as well. But certainly the Royal Commission, also the media coverage with regard to financial services generally, uh, and announcements being made by the government and opposition, I think are all generating higher level of disputes. So what we've seen actually, that was at one month we were reporting, and what we've seen over the first four months of operation is we've actually had uh, 23,643 Mm-hmm. Complaints brought, uh, which averages about 292 a day. We've actually resolved um, almost half of those already, so 49% of those have been resolved. And in the first four months of operation, we've secured $54 million for consumers and small business owners with financial disputes.
0: Right, right. And does that daily average carry over to this year as well?
1: So obviously we're, we're, we're tracking at the moment. We've worked on the basis we might have something like fifty five thousand disputes in the first year of operation, mm-hmm. but at the moment it's tracking closer
0: to seventy thousand, seventy one thousand. Right, right. Well, of course, having your plate full there. Um. Also, I think there was an announcement saying that you having your remit would be expanded back to January two thousand eight. Um, which means I guess addressing some of the older issues in the industry. I mean, is. Is that going to be a strain on resources? Is that, or is that something that is doable? Well, we we think it's um it's a, it's a positive thing if people have got access to justice and if people have got a place
1: that they can go to with some of these disputes if they weren't resolved before. So, in that sense, we do welcome uh, the recommendation that's being made and and the working on that basis. So, from the first of July this year, 2019, what it'll mean is if you have a financial dispute, whether it's with an insurer, um a a financial advisor, a bank, a superannuation fund, uh, you'll be able to bring that dispute to ASCA, and we'll work with you to try and resolve that. So you won't be able to come if you've already been through the predecessor schemes and the matter was settled or you've got a determination or you've been to court and the court has determined the matter or you've otherwise settled it. Um, But we think that there will be a lot of people who will come forward. Of course, um, dealing with those disputes is... um, a bit hard at the moment to predict how many will come forward yes, uh, but enough. we are anticipating that we'll be busy uh, we are recruiting for extra staff and
0: training people at the moment so that we can do the best job we can to handle those matters right well i guess really looking at the royal commission now because of course it's something everybody's talking about you know um from the organizational perspective from the community perspective um is there anything that came out of the royal commission that really struck you any findings from the hearings of the report
1: anybody. Uh, We were deeply concerned and and shocked by some of the coverage. Um, Many of the cases that were considered by the Royal Commission were matters that that the Financial Ombudsman Service had looked at and found in favour of consumers before, and we provided those to the Royal Commission. Um, But none of us can have heard some of the evidence, for example, the the call center that was selling financial product to a young man with down syndrome who had no understanding of the product or no need for it um, the selling of funeral insurance to children mm. um so some of the evidence is obviously deeply concerning um and really what we want to do is ensure that 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 the industry conducts itself in a way that minimizes disputes coming forward and treats consumers fairly and that's fundamentally what we're about uh, but our role is if you have a dispute and you've gone to the financial firm and it's not been resolved then our role is to work with you to try and get a, a satisfactory resolution of that and we think that that's important and it's important i think Kwame, because for most people going to court is prohibitively expensive Mm -hmm. Uh, it's extremely stressful um, and the risks of litigation can be um, massive as well so it's really beyond the reach of a lot of people so having a an organization where you can go to that's independent that's free and that will assess the matter and can make binding determinations on financial firms we think is important
0: Alright, excellent. And final question, uh, what do you hope Africa will achieve in, you know, for the future of the financial industry?
1: Well, we want to see um, financial firms treat their customers well. We want to see standards rise and we want to see real lessons learned from the Royal Commission. We don't want to be in a situation in five years or ten years where we're having another Royal Commission and matters haven't been properly addressed. So we're very much working with financial firms to drive up their practices, but actually where we see practices uh, and treatment that is unfair, then we will call that out without fear or favor, and we will make findings in favor of consumers uh, if that is justified. So we really want to see the industry do better, uh, and we think that only by treating people fairly and only by having a place where you can go to freely and have your matters resolved if you are in dispute, Um, Can we even start to think about rebuilding trust in, in financial services?
0: Excellent. Well, thank you, David, for your time today. Thank you. Great to join you. Thank you for listening to the GRC Professional Podcast. This podcast was produced by the GRC Institute and the original music was written by Rob Neary.